Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another Breakdown bonus episode with me and co-worker Justin. Right before a hurricane. Right before a hurricane. If you don't know, we're located in Florida right where the hurricane is about to hit. Yeah. So as you're listening to this, Justin and I are going to be, well, actually, Justin, not me. I'll be at home. But Justin will be <laughs> in the trenches. Like, it's cool to deal with everything. But, like, when you're going through it, you hate it. Like, yeah, no. you're just the most miserable person. I hate so. it because where we live, there's going to be, like, a big buildup. And then it's literally just going to be, like, heavy rain. Like down down in Southwest Florida, it's actually serious. Over in here, bright. it's just going to be like, oh no, they'll be they'll be flooding here, and I think trees will fall over because the ground's already wet. Yeah. So like power outages, like it's my first hurricane as a homeowner, and I can't be in that home. Ooh. So, you know, my wife is there, and that makes me a little nervous that like she's just there by herself, and I yeah. can't like help if there's a problem. So so follow Justin for all your Hurricane Ian updates. I will, at Justin C on the air. I will post a <laughs> lot of random ass pictures. On the main episode this week, I mentioned that I was gonna. I have an announcement, which I kind of also said that I might not actually have an announcement, but I wanted to tell you I had an announcement just in case I did have an announcement. And so I'm going to give you an update on the announcement that I wanted to announce. <laughs> I really wanted to do a merch reveal today, but oh. I was not anticipating for me to have to make so many edits. Can I suggest a poncho? A poncho? We need a poncho. It's raining so much here right now. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about like to protect you from your tears when you get broken up oh, with. Oh, see, that works too. <laughs> the poncho could say this is for my tears, not for the rain or something. Well, I'm also just like so annoyed. I didn't realize how much these merch companies were going to be charging. Like, I don't even think I'm really going to make any kind of profit. I'm just going to be like, I will make zero dollars. It's, it's more of a support thing anyway. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I don't want it to be like $80 for a t-shirt. Right. That's you a little I mean? aggressive. Yeah. So anyway, I was really hoping to do a merch reveal and give you some photos and stuff. But I will tell you the items that I am planning on releasing. I am going to do a coworker Justin Croft hoodie. Yeah. It's not going to say coworker Justin on it. Oh. Unless if you really wanted to say coworker Justin, DM me now because I don't have the final <laughs> proofs yet. Basically took the most voted on logos from the Instagram that I posted a couple weeks ago and just put them on different merchandise items like a cropped hoodie. There is going to be a regular hoodie that actually the logo that's on it. Well, it's not even a logo. It's like a little saying. It's not something I've revealed yet. I'm very excited about the hoodie. <laughs> Justin, have I showed you the hoodie yet? You've been sending me hoodies. Yes, I've been sending. Yeah, so I don't know which one of the few you've sent me they are. So I have a hoodie that I'm planning on releasing that I think would make a really good breakup gift. Mm. And that was one of the things I wanted to give was something you could give to somebody after they went through a bad breakup. They've been bro- okay. I was like, wait, do you, so if you break up with someone, you buy them a gift? Like, sorry, this isn't going to work out. Here's my hoodie. <laughs> no, I meant like if your bestie is going through a breakup, yeah. you can get them like a fun hoodie to keep okay. them warm. Like, yeah. There's okay. also a mug that I'm really excited about. Have I showed you the mug? You have not shown me the, the mug. The mug has like a really fun, quirky saying on the back that I think will be really enjoyable. So that's what mug should say. That's what, And then there's two t-shirts. 
t-shirts. So two cold weather things, a hoodie, two hoodies. So a cropped hoodie, regular hoodie, and then two t-shirts that have like quirky little fun sayings on them and then a mug. So get pumped. <laughs> when I get the proofs, I'll release them as soon as possible, probably uh, next week, no later than two weeks from now. But anyway, let's get into the episode and talk about the craziness that went down with this chick who thought her ex broke off his engagement, but he didn't. They just removed the photos. They just removed the photos and got married. Which is uh, why, like, I, I don't know. I have quite, like, why would you remove photos? It was a lot of drama. For yeah. Him. Unless, unless this guy's playing like chess and he's like, I know if I remove these photos, said person on, on the Breakup Breakdown podcast <laughs> is going to go crazy. He specifically deleted them for us to talk about yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So my question for you is he messaged our interviewee, Posey, three months before he proposed to his now fiance, well, now wife. Mm-hmm. Red flag or not red flag? For the wife? Yeah. For the uh, fiance. Well, now wife. Yeah. I mean, I if they were in a relationship in that three month period, they were. then yes, it's is probably a red. So I actually just listened to the Call Her Daddy episode with Haley Bieber. And that was Drama. one of the topics that I felt like she kind of danced around was the quick turnaround from like him being with Selena to them well, getting you know married. You- Obviously, there's so much that we don't know. And she mentioned that the relationship with Selena and Justin, when that happened, I think it was in November, the November before they got mm-hmm. married. She was like, that was so crucial for them because they wanted closure. They needed to they close needed to have that a chapter. moment. Yeah. So there is a level of that in relationships. You need you need a closure. Like in my relationships, all the ones that have ended, there's only one that I didn't have closure on. And every once in a while pops in my head, I'll be like, I wonder why this didn't, like I assume it's distance, but I don't know for sure. So like there is a level of that. It's frustrating because it does kind of keep nagging you in the back of your head. But I do yeah. kind of feel like at the end of the day, like if it didn't work out, I kind of feel like that is the closure. I feel like when you really are meant for somebody, you're going to figure it out. You're going to make it happen. I think uh, from a from a not having closure standpoint, I guess if it's over and there's no conversation at all, no DMing, no nothing, then that's like, that should be the closure there. Mm -hmm. It's just, we're done. It's a clean break. We're not talking. But if there's a random happy birthday text or a random like on an Instagram photo of you shirtless on the beach, like... Is the, is the door really closed or are we leaving a little bit cracked open right now? I think really until marriage, and honestly, you can even argue that even after marriage, those are sort of creaking the door open. Yeah. But I kind of feel like until you're able to have a conversation of like, hey, I kind of want to explore getting back together, it's really not worth it. You yeah. know what I mean? And this guy was sort of like, well, I want to see you in Israel and, you know, give you a little tour. I guess maybe that was him trying to see if there was still something there. See if there's something there. But if she's not reciprocating, again, not meant to be. The other thing I appreciated was her taking a lot of blame. She kept saying like she was the one that was not great in the relationship and stuff like that, which made me almost feel like for him, it was probably also good that she didn't explore that further oh, yeah. and let it be closed for him because he probably needed to move on if they both weren't emotionally like that or available like that. Yeah. And I appreciated her self-awareness of like, yeah, I actually really like messed up in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I regret not asking her is because she did start off very complimentary of him. And then sort of towards the end, we got was like not. less complimentary. Yeah. I wish I had dug a little bit deeper into that to ask like, hey, which maybe I can DM her. Now we're like pals. Yeah. Like, why did we Wait, get why, to this yeah, point? Why'd you call him a douche canoe? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, yeah. And she mentioned that she's like, I haven't been in a relationship in my 20s yet. And she does kind of sound like she does just want to be single and have fun. I think she mentioned she had like a makeout with an Israeli soldier. Good on her. Yeah. I think it was interesting. But he was a bad kisser, apparently. (laughs) Poor guy. We just roasted this poor man on our podcast. Hopefully he doesn't listen. I think it's interesting because like I am a youth leader for a group of high schoolers at my church. And Mm -hmm. it's so interesting to me to like compare them to like how I know they're going to be in college. They'll get into a relationship with a guy and be like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with him. Like we're going to get married. And Mm -hmm. then I feel like as you kind of get into your 20s and you realize how much 
much life you have ahead of you, you're so much less willing to commit. Or on the antithesis of that, it's like, no, I'm in my 20s and now you could be like my husband or something. Well, not in, and I would say too, like from a like being in a relationship when you're younger thing, like she mentioned is it feels like it's everything because it is your 18, you've only been alive for 18 years or whatever age you are at that point. And like, I was thinking about this the other day, like I've been down in Florida almost as long as I've been alive. So like, it's one of those things where you do a lot more growing up from 18 to like 26. There's a lot of experiences you have when you're younger, but the other stuff, like you, you really do a lot of growing up. And so the, those years count like double years, you know what I mean? Like, and then makes you know what you want, what you don't want, maybe be more confident in those decisions as well. I feel like each year it feels like a new decade. So like looking back on me mm-hmm. at 23, like I actually really do feel like if I had met someone and gotten married, that probably would have worked out. But because of the things I've been through from 23 to 25, I now feel like I'm not in a place where I can have a boyfriend and get you married. Do it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm in a different phase. Like this year is totally different than two years ago. The pandemic, you know, Oh, the pandemic years. I think that changed for everybody in different ways that really changed how you approached everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know and know for me, for my wife, it's just unnecessary stress. And I know personally, like I would never want to go through that without her there. So that really like solidified everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We literally got engaged the day they locked everything down. So like our whole engagement was spent in quarantine. Prepping for a wedding was spent in quarantine. And then the second wedding, because the first one had to get, you know what I mean? All of that. It changes everything. So like even those years, even if you were 20 or 19 in the COVID years, that was probably like four or five years of real life BS experience that you now have used to shape your personality or your judgment on other situations. And I always think about the relationships that either did happen or broke up or didn't happen because of the pandemic. Yeah. Like think about how different life would be if the pandemic hadn't happened in that long stretch of time. (laughs) I don't even know what it would look like right now. I mean, obviously it would stuff would have just kept going and mm-hmm. and all that. But like even just think of people at that point trying to find a date on a dating app. Are you even allowed to be within six feet of somebody? Yeah. Everything's closed. How are you going to do this? Well, so. I was annoyed. I was like, some of the hottest years of my life are spent indoors. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about family. I talk about relationships and families with you a lot because that's mm-hmm. something you've had to deal with. You know, as a married man, I don't know if I necessarily want to ask you to blast this, but have you ever felt like a member of your significant other's family has just not gotten along with you at all? No. And that's what I think really made me know like Nicole and I could work because mm-hmm. in other relationships I've had that yeah. um, in one relationship the girl I was dating her brother was a firefighter and he was I wouldn't say significantly older than her but he was old enough to know like he he was protective fair enough but he was also a firefighter so he knew he was an intimidating human and so he like would always just try to do that and it got to a point where it's like we've been dating for two years now and you're still like this dude maybe get over it I'm <laughs> just laughing at somebody thinking that you're like a threatening figure because you're just like a sweet boy. Also, when someone tries to like meet me with intimidation, my <laughs> my defense is troll the hell out of you. Like, you're gonna come at me and act like you're this macho man. Bro, like, I don't even care. That I think also rubbed him the wrong way that like he would try to be like, you know, if you hurt her, you're gonna do this. I'm like, oh, what are you gonna do? Slide down your little fire pole at me? Like, <laughs> and he would get so upset. But it's like, I, what do you want me to say here, man? We're having fun. Well, also like, unless Nicole is coming to him being like, Justin's being so mean to me. There's right. no reason to just be it's like you're overcompensating it's like a brother thing again i my siblings were both brothers so i didn't have that oh i have to be protective of them like instinct but i understand where he was coming from i do this with my friends and i know kennedy hasn't come on the podcast in a long time but i swear we're still friends to everybody listening we were at a <laughs> drama drama i know i a wonder friendship break 
breakup. Oh my God. I'm just waiting for someone to submit that, be like, are Abby and Kennedy still friends? And that's like a, <laughs> to come on and set the record. Over the weekend, I met this guy that she's been seeing for a couple of weeks. I am very protective of my friends. Sure. In a way that maybe is a, like a little bit too much. I am the friend that once you win me over, I'm going to be your biggest fan. Yeah. But until then. You are enemy number one. I am enemy number one. <laughs> he came to this bar that we were hanging at and I was giving him a little bit of a hard time. He pulled Kennedy aside and was like, Abby hates me. Well, but and then and by the end of the night, like we were seeing show tunes in the car on the way back to the And it was house. fine. But, yeah. but I, I get that. There there are friends like that. I get the whole like way it works, but also there there does have to be that. You'd be defensive over anybody that you care about. So yeah. I get it. I know. She wasn't too happy. She's like, you need to be nice to him. I'm like, I'm, I just want to make sure, you know? Yeah, gotta give him a little, a few pokes here and I there. I want him to earn my affection. Right, right. That's why he'll appreciate gotta it more. Work for it. <laughs> I will say I did have a situationship and because his sister didn't, well, I don't even know if it was his sister, but his sister's friends didn't like me. Mm. And I won't reveal too much information because then it's like really identifying as to who this person is. <laughs> but long story short, I knew his sister and his sister's friends before I knew him. Sure. Basically, they were like talking mad shit about me for reasons that really are not valid, but sure. I digress. <laughs> and he came to me and was like, they're saying this about you and saying this about you. And it really like totally turned him against me. Really? And not that this guy was my soulmate or anything. Sure. Like we weren't going to date for very long. It really did turn that relationship so sour. Just- and it can. Like when you hear people say things all the time about the person you're with, even if you're defending them, it gets to a point where you subconsciously maybe start to think that or believe that. Or if it's something that you do mm-hmm. that didn't bother them, but then it was pointed out to them negatively and now they notice it in a negative way all the time. Like I could see that also being a problem. I also want to talk about something that sort of like a spinoff of what I feel like the whole purpose of this main episode was about. Having to watch your ex or somebody that you've got a crush on move on as an adult. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is, and I've talked about this on my TikTok, when you're in high school and your crush dates somebody else, like they're going to date for six months and then whatever. When you're an adult and mm-hmm. your ex or somebody else moves on, that person they're dating could easily become, become the rest of their, their life. Yeah. Or the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's so much harder to move on because it's like there's so much permanence to it. Well, and I think social media doesn't help, right? Like, like I am a 100% hypocrite when I say this and I'll admit that. You probably should unfollow each other when you break up. You don't want to really? see what they're posting. You don't want to see it. Even if you see them post a photo at the beach shirtless or in a bikini or with new person, even if it's two, three years down the line and you see that person getting engaged to or engaging somebody, it still feels weird and you'll give them that pity like on social media. You're just going to do it. You don't need it. The cleanest breakup I have was someone we broke up. We unfollowed each other. We do not talk. The only time we ever talked was when one time I was hung over, my friend took a picture of me and sent it to her. Why would they do that? She jokingly tweeted, sometimes I wonder what my exes are up to. And I was so hungover. He's like, well, this one's struggling real bad. <laughs> but what if you in a friendly? Like, what if you're still kind of not pals, but you're on good terms? I mean, I guess it depends on where the terms are. Like, if you're still pals, but you're not going to hang out anymore, unfollow each other. You don't need it. Interesting. You, you don't need that. I always thought it was such a great sign of maturity to be able to be indifferent enough to not unfollow them. But there's also the side of giving them a like here and there to just remind like, hey, I'm still around. You know what I mean? Like that happens and that happened to me a bit and it would be random where like, I mean, I'm talking five, six years after a breakup and I'm posting something here for the station and I see the name come up on the like and I'm like, oh, this person's still around. Then you go to their account and you dive into some of their photos and you're zooming in. Who's this guy? That's me after four white claws in the bathroom. (laughs) That's like my drunk girl move. (laughs) I'll be at a bar and I'll I'll like seclude myself in the bathroom and then just go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And and so that's why maybe it's better to unfollow because, you know, all it takes is two more white claws.
calls. Next thing you know, you're sending a DM, and it, you know, and then it, then it's not good. Then that door cracks back open, and you never know. Now the most regrettable things is me DMing Bachelor contestants and then unsending <laughs> them the next morning. I'm sure they. Well, I wonder if they see them. I mean, you never I, know. I send the most out of pocket stuff. I think the last one I sent was to Jordan V. I was like, "Come on the podcast, Jordan." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think at the end of the day, it comes down to what's best for your mental health, and yes. also if you're in a new relationship, you want to respect that. Yeah. I mean, you know, even sending a happy birthday text to somebody that you've broken up with is probably not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, don't happy birthday or Merry Christmas your way back into somebody's life. Exactly. Okay, final talking point. What is your best advice for moving on from an ex that is engaged or just found their new boo? Unfollowing them. Unfollowing them? Unfollowing them because then you don't see the photos. It's easier for you to forget about them. I know that sounds harsh, but just forget about them. And then you don't see the photos by accident. Nothing pops up on your feed. You've wiped them clean. You're, You're moving on. I think for my girlies out there, just hyper-focus on whatever the ick was in their relationship. Every dude Remind has an yourself. ick. What was that thing that he did that just made you go, <laughs> Yeah, like why you were mad about whatever it was. No, it's not mad. It's like, what's like- What made him a douche canoe? <laughs> Focus on what made him a douche canoe. <laughs> well, thank you so much, coworker Justin, for coming on and breaking down this week's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Breakup Breakdown Podcast, and I will see you on Tuesday for another episode.